Welcome to the South Road, boys. We're back. We're back. Guess who's back? Back again. <laughs> it's just us. <laughs> well, like lift it up and then just drag it down. Well, I realised that people would actually realise who he was back. Like if they're listening to our podcast, it's not like, oh, it could be someone new. <laughs> <laughs> so you weren't pre-teasing the audience, basically. Well, you I thought, thought you were, and I then you dragged it back. Well, I thought we could build up some sort of, you know, ooh, I wonder what's going on here. And then I realised, no, they've, they've tuned in to listen to us, so they know exactly who's back. <laughs> there is, um, hopefully, uh, this weekend, um, as you'd be aware. Mm. Um, <laughs> as I would, of course. I'm so by the time day. this goes to where it'll just pass, but mm. um, I'm having a, a few, a bit of a birthday gathering. A hoedown. A hoedown? Nah. A hoot nanny? <laughs> A, a gathering. Knee, a knees up? Let's go with a gathering. <laughs> okay, gathering. Right. It's like a mature group of people. A gathering, gathering. of the clans. Uh, but there's going to be a few people coming. Not a big group, just a few close friends and family, whatever <laughs> else. But I'm hoping, and I've been pushing for it. Hoping. Hoping that my mother is going to come along. <gasps> oh, true. I'm hoping. And the reason why this is a great thing is that, number one, it means that you and I can both get in her ear <laughs> and push the fact that, Getting her on as a guest star is not something we just throwing around as a bit of a gag. We're actually serious. Are we leaving the podcasting studio set up? Oh, I'm going to have a few beers. I don't know if that's a good idea. Oh, that would be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll wait and see on that one. But the other great thing yes. is that the main person, the one big person that jumped up and said, you know what? The I'm world in. needs to know about Merle. We need to meet Merle. Yes. Is also coming along. He'll be in the presence of To the of hoedown. <laughs> <laughs> so I can guarantee that he's going to be like, oh, you just got to do it. <laughs> you just got to do it. He'll, he'll you don't like, even know what they say about you. <laughs> he'll be like, hey, Merle, hey, Merle, did you listen to this episode? Hey, Merle, hey, Merle. <laughs> so um, stay tuned. That's all I'm saying. Mrs. B in the house. Stay tuned. <laughs> 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 I love it because she she thinks I'm fucking with her. Does she? And I haven't actually like no one's actually gone to my mum. Troy's fucking with you, <laughs> Troy, <laughs> but she thinks I am. I think the difficulty be, will be for me and and uh, roadies at home won't be aware of this. I don't call your mum Merle. No, you don't. Always Mrs. B. Yeah, always. And I don't know why. It's just one of those things. It is funny. I don't know why it actually worked out that way. but Mr. B and Mrs. B? did. I think that was just the way I was dragged up. Hmm. And then I think my mum just said, you, no, you can just call me Penny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, I don't remember calling your mum anything else but, to be honest. No. I may have done at the start. That would be normal, you probably Doubtful. think. But yeah. No, nah, mum was pretty loose and easy Unless with, you- the, with the rules. <laughs> <laughs> Glad you had that bit on the end. <laughs> Settle down, Pen. <laughs> no need for that. No need for that sort of shenanigans. Uh, now, before we jump in any deeper, Oof. I have the student diary. I was just letting you know that today, <laughs> yes. the 8th of, I mean, I've been looking forward of to this. February, James Dean was born in 1931. Oh, well done, James. But written in handwriting oh, God. <laughs> on this very date, apparently Harry Franks, turned 23, which means Harry's 53 now. I know that because Harry's a Facebook friend of mine and it came up on Facebook today. Well, happy birthday, Harry. Why is Harry Franks on there? And Shirley Hodgetts <laughs> turned 40, which means Shirley is probably 70 now. Well, that is random. There you go. I actually played um, cricket with Harry Franks yesterday. Well, it was his fucking birthday today. <laughs> He's turned 43. No, 53. The ghost of Harry is just following us around. <laughs> the ghost of Harry. He's not even dead yet, but <laughs> still the ghost is following us. Bizarre. That would be so <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well, there you go. I don't know who wrote that in my diary, who has a person, and it's the same handwriting. So whoever had the personal connection to Harry and Shirley... Um, Decided well, I don't know one day if we could actually work out who exactly put all these entries in. I know you've got thoughts and ideas and theories. Maybe what you need to do is ask Harry, because obviously you're friends, um, does he know Shirley? Okay, I so said we can get a link. This is, is exciting times. Well, and if it's Harry 23, Shirley 40, hello, Mrs. Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, I don't know, 
there was a personal connection. We need to find out who is connected directly to Harry and Shirley. Yeah, um, that's an interesting one. And the person who has done this has also decided on James Dean, born 1931, to write 59, even though at the time this was written, James Dean was dead. So <laughs> obviously bored. And then yeah. as we know, tomorrow, February 9th, was the day I started going out with them. Um, <laughs> uh, what's on February 13th, mate? On my birthday, out of February curiosity. February 13th. Anything? 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 Was, Anything? It, was it Tuesday in 1990? Okay. Oh, we've done this. Did we? Give me steam. Ah, yes. Peter Gabriel. Um, here's an interesting fact that isn't in there. Yes. My birthday <laughs> is also my parents' wedding anniversary. Shotgun wedding much? <laughs> oh, wasn't I a gift? <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving. And then the very next day was Valentine's Day. Yeah. Love is in the air. Mind you, I don't think it would have been a very romantic um, wedding anniversary and or Valentine's Day the year you were born. You don't reckon? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I haven't put it away. I'm giving birth to Troy. He's not even out of here yet. <laughs> Get out of here, you little bitch. And come here, you little bitch. <laughs> I don't think my mum was like that. No, I don't no, think so I don't either. Think so. Love oh, you, mum. Love you too, Good times, though. Good times. Yeah. What's been going on in your world, mate? Oh. Uh... I've actually been a good boy lately. Have you? I've been. I mean, I mentioned. I think last <laughs> Did you episode, get a gold star or something. I didn't get a star. I mentioned last episode that I was going to be good and kind of eating a bit better and get back to the gym. Yes. So I've been doing that. Having but your juices. My, having my, my smoothie in the morning. Mm. And um, and eating well and all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Haven't had any sneaky cigarettes at all either in the last week. Good for you. Because um, COVID kind of brought a couple of little kind of sneaky habits back for a lot of people, and I was yes. one of them. So push that to the side. How's the heroin? Uh, oh, tell you what. <laughs> Still on the gear? <laughs> like a lead-in drug. <laughs> That's, I mean, that doesn't affect my fitness. So, no, so it's it all doesn't. Right. Yeah. So you can have that. And it's not like you picked mm. it up again during COVID. It was just, <laughs> just harder to get. Exactly. Yeah, God damn it. The borders were closed. Exactly. Jeez, I had to get it in by Raven. <laughs> Fuck. That's a fucking tired raven, I can tell you. Oh, uh, dear, I tell you, it was a good hero raven. I tell you what, it was a good good company to deal with. Hero raven, yeah. <laughs> but it's been good. So I've been, um, yeah, gymming and and actually eating well and doing all those things and mm. put the sneaky seas away and good for you. It's good. It's been a good week or so so far. Excellent. Touch and wood. Fingers crossed. All good. Mm. Now mm. we need to lead in. Last week we kicked off the official kickoff. Of Celebrity Deadpool yes. 2021. It was a long episode, I must admit, but I'll tell you what, it was fun. It was a bit extra. Yeah. For those playing at home. <laughs> and already, we've had a death. Yeah, we have. So let's play, no. the, let's play the intro. Fuck it around. <laughs> Celebrity Deadpool News. News. All right. So Celebrity Deadpool 2021 has kicked off with its first inductee, Christopher Plummer. Now, I think there was only one roadie that had Chris. Yeah. Basically, it was like, I remember when I first did picked my list of Celebrity Deadpool. Mm. Remember, I said there had to be like a, a uh, well, I didn't say there had to be in my list. Like, there was a politician. Yes. There was a, there was a Culkin. Yeah. Because got to have you a know, there was all this. Um, one thing I didn't have was a tradie. And I'm glad that someone had a tradie. Because <laughs> he was a plumber. <laughs> <laughs> Do you reckon if he was an addict, he was he had plumber's crack? <laughs> I don't know. Um, no, Christopher uh, on Plummer. On the pipe. <laughs> you and I have learned a lot about Christopher Plummer We in have, because I knew his face, but I must admit I didn't know much about his back catalogue. Mm. Uh, Christopher Plummer, someone's picked up nine points. He was born in, where was he born? December 13th, 1929. Oh, God, here we go. So between the wars. Between the wars, yeah. Between the wars. Uh Canadian, so what's that all about? And I suppose for me, uh, I know him from the the very filthy languaged sound of music. <laughs> you make it sound so dirty. Well, I tell you what, it was the first time that I think in any film I heard the C-bomb. Oh, now, most really? people would be going, hang on a minute, sound of music? That can't possibly be right. All right, Radies. Somewhere, 
<laughs> I'm not going to tell. I Delve was, into the depths. No, I was going to tell the roadies whereabouts specifically in The Sound of Music, but it's a three and a half or two and a half hour film. Is it really? Yeah, it's yeah, there's a bit of, you get value for money. I tell you what, it? it's one hell of a horror film though, because when those hills come alive, it <laughs> just goes nuts. That's why I had to be quiet. It was the very first one. What was that one with um, Sandra Bullock? Silent? No. Uh, no, that was Bird Box. Bird Whatever Box, with her in it. where everything yeah. had to be quiet. Yeah. That was effectively the first Bird Box film. Okay. There was another one too. It was actually called The Something, but was another silence one. The Silence. Actually, no, Bird Box was shit to be blindfolded. Couldn't oh, see couldn't shit. couldn't see shit. Yeah. There's another one where you can't see shit. There's another one. Shit. Yeah, and the, and the sequel's about to come out too. I can't remember what that's called either, but it's number two or the one I can't remember. You can't, you can't taste anything. It's fine. <laughs> it's all about all the senses. <laughs> Anyway, um, there's a scene in it where Mother Superior, because as we know, um, what was her name? The, the lead actress. Fraulein, whatever her name is, was part of a convent. And she goes back to Mother Superior and there's a scene there where the English accent and the lilt of the actress playing Mother Superior says the words, you cannot be serious. You can't be serious. <laughs> Or you can't possibly do that. And just once I heard it, I could never unhear it. Really? <laughs> yeah, every time. You are a child. I just am. <laughs> just am. You are a child. Now, my kids have watched this film far too many times, probably four. And every time, whenever that scene comes on, I'm like, <laughs> she said that. They probably don't get what you're laughing at. Thankfully, they yeah. don't. So I had to tell them. <laughs> <laughs> 101 with Joe. Yeah, no, not good. Movie history. (laughs) Anyway, uh, Arthur Christopher Orme, or Orme, Plummer, uh, is dead, Canadian actor. Has 217 credits, I think, to his name. That's incredible. Absolutely. I think the thing, though, and this was the thing that was just like fucking blew my hair back, has a triple crown, which means he's got an Oscar, he's got an Emmy. And he's got a Tony Award. There's only nine men on the planet that have ever received that honour. And I think 23 people all up. I think there's 15 women who've got it, or 24 people. That's fucking amazing. It is pretty impressive. Yeah. I, I mean, if you've done something 217 times, though. Yes. Surely you've got to get some accolades. Mind you, surely. He, he did start acting in 1954, so he's been at it a while. Mm, yeah, he's done okay. <laughs> he's done okay. I'll tell you what, though. When you look at the photos, he was a pretty good-looking rooster back in his youth. Yeah, I What is that, his youth? Like, he's, he's not teens, but when he was a younger man. I reckon he was a bit of a pants man. I can understand why he um, why he was on the screen. Julie Andrews, by the way. Julie Andrews, of course Sound it is. Sounds amusing. Yeah. How can I forget Julie Andrews? Two first names are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dearie mate. Anyway, so rest in peace, um, Mr. Plummer. Can I just say, though, there is a bit of controversy. Oh, I love a bit of controversy. <laughs> Definitely controversy. Yes. Um, so, February 5 is when he died. Mm-hmm. Uh, died in his own home, you know, Western, Connecticut. Do we have a roadie in Connecticut who's got a dead pool <laughs> list that's got him on there? Uh, he was 91, you know. Yes. But here's the thing. So, his wife, Elaine Taylor. Mm-hmm. Oh, didn't, didn't want to take the name. Yeah, according to his wife, right? Mm-hmm. This is quote. Quote. He died from a blow to the head resulting from a fall. Oh, <laughs> that old chestnut. And his family released a statement saying that Plummer had died peacefully in his home in Connecticut with his wife, Elaine Taylor, at his side. Bludging him with a bloody baseball bat. Blow to the head from, from a, a fall. fall. Oh, come on, Elaine. <laughs> I can see through this. I don't think Elaine's going to get the points for Celebrity Deadpool for oh, having her own husband. Elaine. I what are you I, doing? I'm just disappointed that no one else has seen the connection. It's right there. I wouldn't say that if you died from a blow to the head from a fall, you died peacefully. True. <laughs> I think the last thing you would have said was, Ah! <laughs> I'm falling! <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> I mean, I can understand if Sydney owner he fell and he hit his head. Yes, and that resulted in his death. But a blow to the head, yeah, like that. Like, that's, that, that really speaks violence. It's, it's normally with something like a bat, yeah, or a four b two. So, mind you, and I know that we've just heard this, but I definitely think the next thing that the whole family would have heard 
dunk, 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 dunk. I certainly think we should be looking at Elaine very, very carefully. I would be. I'll tell you what. I mean, after 91, I mean, sure, it might have been his time and they are a bit more prone to faulty, faulty at that time. That is true. But what are you going to do? Yeah, so anyway, a bit of controversy. Bit of controversy. So just letting you know. A bit of a a plumber's crack in the story, Joe. Excellent. Mm. He won his Academy Award for The Beginners uh, in 2011. What was it? Who was in the beginners? Uh, the beginners. It's not a movie. I'm familiar with. Was an American rom com written directed by Mike Mills. Uh, tells the story of Oliver, a man reflecting on the life and death of his father. How and while trying to forge a new romantic relationship with a woman, Anna, and dealing with the own father issues of his own. Okay. I didn't. So see it was it. A, was an Oscar-y kind of film? Then, in other words, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, won his Tony Award in 1997. Uh, for Barrymore. Okay, don't know that one either. Uh, won his Emmy Award for Arthur Haley's The Money Changers in 1977. Don't know either of those. And he also won for Outstanding VoiceOver Performance in Madeline, which I think is a, an animated... I think you're right. Yeah. Um, what's the Emmy Award named after? Does it say that... Can you click on a link for the Emmy Award to know exactly what it's after? Because it shits me it's not actually a name. Because you got Oscar, and yes. you got Tony, and then you got Emmy. What the <laughs> fuck is Emmy? The Primetime Emmy Awards is an American award bestowed on the TV in recognition of blah, blah, blah. First given out in 1949, the award was originally referred to simply as Emmy Awards until daytime was done. Uh, it doesn't really... Doesn't have an origin? ...say... Everyone, everyone should have an origin story. Yeah. I don't... Okay. I can't... Tell you think it'd be why named it was after called- some? Oh, there you go. If anyone knows, shoot us, us a message because I would like to know. It's going to bug me. It is going to bug you, and I. It's going to bug me, and I'm going to stop trying to look and find out because yeah. I don't think I'm going to come up with anything. Any well, instead, the the um, there's also another bit of excitement that's coming out of this. Of oh, course, shit. Yeah, go. Um, going to reach my hand into my pocket. <laughs> are you? Are you alone? Am <laughs> I inserting it? Because in my pocket. In my pocket. And the other one. I have. Ah! I have two. Me- All I do is have- win, 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 win. <laughs> hands up. I have two medallions. One, because we we're very slack getting the first one. Yeah. The second one is for Joseph Mather. This is Joseph Mather, Mr. Joe Joseph Mather. This is the Mr. South Road Boys. Can I just put it on the uh, on the first one? We have. It's a gold medallion, a nice little black Has band. to be gold for the winner. Uh, it's got a nice little picture of Deadpool on it. Yes. It's a South Road Boys Celebrity Deadpool 2019 winner. Unfortunately, it's Brad Von Rock. Mom. So, mate, we have got your medallion here for you. I'll give yes. that to Joe because that'll be the easiest way to then pass it on to you. Yes. And, of course, the 2020 winner is the person we know, the man What's across up? from me. The reigning Deadpool champion. Yes. So, my friend, um, I'm going to come around. I'm just going to put this on your neck. Oh, excellent. I'm going to present it properly. I crown you. (laughs) I'd just like to to thank my family. Um, I'd like to thank all those people who, who supported me through this. It really does mean everything to me. I just really like to thank the parents. <laughs> this is fucking awesome. Can I point out, like, the, as, this is like the media coming out after you've made your speech. <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're saying, mate, you could have at least thanked the people who died for him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what about those poor folks? That's, that's, that's a very valid point. <laughs> oh, I mate, tell you that, what. That looks sexy. Looks oh, good on you. That's so good. You weren't it? That's so good. I love that so much. I love that hard. <laughs> Celebrity Deadpool South Road Boys. I can tell you what, Road is there is going to be a photo of this put on Oh yeah. Everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. And this is going to be It'll just... be on news.com. It'll be <laughs> <laughs> local podcast. Ryan Reynolds is going to be, why, why didn't I get one? I am Deadpool. But he didn't win Celebrity He didn't, no, so no. try harder. He got paid for the movie. <laughs> You've <laughs> got is, enough. 
this is my payday. Yeah, you've got enough. Oh, you've got your own gin as well. Just awesome. shut up, Brian. <laughs> no, he sold that. Has he? I think he did. I think he sold it for like a squillion dollars. Oh, really? Or was it Huge Jackman? One of them sold their booze. Hughes, no, Hugh hasn't got booze. He's got coffee. Coffee. No, then I think it was Ryan. Okay. Sold his gin for, I don't know, half a billion dollars. Oh, good on him. Well, because he did all the hard yards and went, I'll sell the shit out of it. So I don't want to deal with that now. I got to and then someone ball, walked along and went like a, a big multinational booze supplier and went, well, we really would like all the people to buy our booze like they buy your booze. And he goes, well, how about you give me... Uganda. And make my booze your booze. And then my booze will be your booze, and you could put my face on the bottle, and I don't give a shit. That's my boo. Yeah, it's my booze. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. And then there's this trinket for Brad. Yes. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> trinket, yeah. That's... So it's on. Oh, I love like it. I love that donkey so cone. much. I thought you would. Oh, that's so gorgeous. 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 Oh, I'm going to wear this. I'm going to wear it to work. <laughs> I'm going to wear it down to shops. You're going to be like the disabled person that's working yeah. for, on a government bloody fund. Yeah. <laughs> Where's his medallion everywhere? It's got his name I've on it. I've got my Deadpool. <laughs> Do you reckon if I wear this, oh. they'll put me at the front of all the lines and all that kind of stuff? Oh, look, try it. It's got a little jingle too. Yeah, I, I, like think, it. I think you should try it. That was just a delight. Yes, so there you go. Wonderful. So it's a lot of Deadpool this week. We've got the um, the medallions ready to go, which you're wearing with with honour and pride. And our first points. Oh, it's in just all happening in 2021. So we have a leader on nine points. We're not going to release who that leader is. We'd like to try and build up a few extra points, and also to make sure that anyone from last year we haven't missed because. This is true. Fuck. Otherwise, people get shitty when our admin is shitty. <laughs> and we're starting to get some new changes coming in, too. There was another one that turned up today. Yes. So, uh, young Riley has sent his in. And you can know. I just point out as well, he's put all the birth dates on there. Oh, bless him and all so. that ride upon him. Um, <laughs> but I tell you what, he's going to be shitty if some from last year die, aren't he? Um, he's only knocked one out, put one new one in. So, he's kept oh, okay. pretty close. And was that person like 100? <laughs> I can't remember who it was now. He has got Dolly Parton on his list, though, so probably not your friend. Fuck you in the ass, Riley. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so there we are. We will close this week's edition of Celebrity Deadpool 2021. I have a question for you, Mr. Barnes. Fire away, my friend. Would you rather go to space or South America? Oh, this is a problem. This, <laughs> it's this isn't good because I love South American news. Mm. I love it, but I love space a lot. We probably end up doing both. Which one do you want? To Look, leave I'm going to have to go space. I do like space. Okay, sci-fi, planets, aliens, shit. You know all that kind of stuff. It's not great space. It's a little bit of space. So Axiom Space. Just that you're on space in like the sky and I guess like the space between this kind of thing. <laughs> just like about half yeah, we a need to, We need to have some space, man. <laughs> I need some space. Just give me my space, <laughs> all right? I just need a moment. <laughs> it's um, not me, it's you. Yeah. No, trust me, it's you. <laughs> um, Axiom Space announced who will fly on the SpaceX crew, Dragon, to the International Space Station. Oh, hello. So these are the people who have paid a sum of money, and I will get to the point of how much money that is, to be on the first private space trip. So these will be passengers. Well, they're not employees or people there for a task. Well, the, a couple of them have actually had some sort of, I believe, maybe space experience or flying experience before. Okay. Like, they're not complete noobs. Right. <laughs> but they are rich. Yeah, they've played a few Xbox games. They, yeah, they've yeah. had a simulator or two. <laughs> How much do you think um, oh, these people shit. have paid? So, I'll give you the idea. They yep. are spending some money to go for two days flying on the next holiday spot. They will spend eight days in sleeping bags before another two-day flight home. Apparently... The flight's worth it because obviously not many people have done it. Um, a private space tourism company is sending three men to the International Space Station aboard Crew Dragon capsules from <laughs> Elon Musk's SpaceX company. So, 
we have. You got to take your own sleeping bags. Is that what they said? <laughs> no, I think they might. They might pony up for those. Here's a ticket that you got to pay, but bring your own sleeping bag. Bring a pillow. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'd do that anyway because, you know, you've got to get a good night's sleep. American real estate entrepreneur and activist and investor Larry Connor, 71, will be the second oldest person to go to space. Oh, I wish I picked him on my dead pool yeah, now. Well, apparently John Glenn, who we spoke about actually, um, flew on the Space Shuttle Discovery 1998, age 77. Uh, Canadian investor and philanthropist. Oh, I knew I was going to fuck that up. Philanthropist. <laughs> Fuck, no, I can't do it now. Mark Philanthropist. Pat- Correct, thank you. Um, I'm the one that got the word right. That never happens. Mark Pathy, age 51, will join Mr. Connor on the trip, along with Israeli investor and former Air Force pilot, uh, Eton Stibble, age 63. So how much do you reckon they've paid oh, crap. each? Look... Ballpark, like we're not talking yeah, no. exact dollar. Look, I'm going to throw it up there as something like maybe 10 mil. 10 million. It's space, so you might want to go a bit higher. Oh, <laughs> shit. 25 mil. Smidge higher. 50 uh, mil. Bit more. Really? 100 million dollars. 70 million dollars. For spending eight days in a sleeping bag. Bring your own pillow. <laughs> what if the weather's shit? <laughs> like, what if you get up there and it just rains? Well, the Wouldn't worst thing bad? is, you're going to go all the way to space and you're going to go, it's a party, and they'll go, no, there's no atmosphere up here. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely no atmosphere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that joke was coming a uh, mile away. The best thing is I have got power, though. They use a solar system. Yeah, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, and you know, there's only two types of chocolate they have: Aero bars, Milky Way, Milky Way, and Mars. And Mars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, space dude. joked out. Space joked out. <laughs> Seventy mil. Thing is, seventy though, million let's dollars. Be honest. If you're in a situation, because <laughs> that's what people come to the house for: honesty. <laughs> Honesty and facts. Honesty. <laughs> if you're someone who can spend $70 million on a ticket to go into space, number one, good on you. Yeah, well played. Number two, You've um, done well. that money is just like us probably going on a big trip to them. It's a fucking big the, trip. These are people that have already got a shit ton of money, and $70 million, once they did it, won't matter. Or- these, these are possibly, I'm assuming these would be billionaires. Well, one would imagine, but if you look at- if you look at one of the dudes, right, how old was he? 71? Mm. It might just be the last of it. Because like, he goes, I've got nothing else. <laughs> like, what else am I going to do? I'm going to go to space. Maybe maybe he got it from like a, a Make-A-Wish foundation or something. Make-A-Wish goes. <laughs> so he's only got about six months to go. <laughs> and kid with cerebral palsy, <laughs> Make-A-Wish. So mate, what do you want? <laughs> I want to go to space. It's really fucking dangerous. I know, but you said make a wish. <laughs> t- well played to any bloody make a wish kid who chooses space as their <laughs> option. <laughs> but the old dude, like the 71 year old, I think it was the guy that you said had been into space already. Yeah. Whoever well, that was. Well, he's in a the, pilot. The, that yeah. was in the, what, the 70s, did you say? Uh, Wasn't there someone that had been into space already? No, no, sorry. Um, I. I didn't probably wasn't clear. Um, uh, Larry Connor will be seventy one. Will be the second oldest person to go in space. Oh, okay, sorry. And then they mentioned John yeah. Glenn, who because what I was going to say is, um, yes, he might have gone into space back then, but there wouldn't have been a space station when he went in the space. So no, this would be a like shack. a new hotel that just chucked up there. <laughs> yeah, it was a shack, shack. <laughs> with an outhouse. It was and- a fibro fibro shack. <laughs> it's like Sisters Beach about thirty years ago. <laughs> oh. Let's see whether or not we can find out how much these gentlemen are worth. Could you imagine right, being in space when the, when you got zero gravity? Yep. And you kind of you got to push yourself around and all that kind of stuff. If you go to the toilet and you accidentally have a diarrhea, just go. Pfft. Can you imagine how much fun that would not be for everyone else on that trip with you? <laughs> Shot in space. They'd just be droplets, and you'd be everywhere. shot across the room. <laughs> you would be too. He probably killed himself. Poo powered. 
<laughs> smash into the wall and crush his head. That's probably how um, how the plumber died. He's probably in space. <laughs> let one Sharting rip. him so he, he farted. Smacked his head into the wall. Um, oh, fuck. One of the guys. Well, Mark Pathy, right? He's only $252 million? Like, that's what he's worth in assets? Okay, well... That's yes, that's a lot of money. But if you're going to throw seventy million of that away, exactly. Like that's a fair chunk of change. And he's only what fifty six, though. Yeah. So I mean, do you reckon he's going to be able to survive on one hundred and eighty million when he gets back? Well, it's also asset driven, though, too, isn't it? True. But the thing is, I only, still- only need Elon Musk to say that his stock isn't worth much on Twitter, and it'll go downhill straight away. I don't think Elon's <laughs> doing that because I think he's just become the world's richest man. <laughs> Like I think that's. <laughs> Have you seen that though? That he 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 just mentioned something on Twitter, and, and, the, and share the shares will go, up or down. go nuts. Yeah, like he's. Can I just say that frightens the shit out of me that our financial position in this world is so fickle that one person saying a company name mm-hmm. can change the value of it overnight. Yep, that shows how fucked we are. <laughs> well, back it's... in the days when it was a, you know, my finances. Right, <laughs> your finances. Right, so back in the day, whatever you could find in the way back, back of the couch. When, yeah, so I've got four cows in the paddock. Yes, that's my investment. Yeah, if Elon Musk jumps on Twitter and says cows, <laughs> doesn't change nothing. I still got my four cows. <laughs> I like to move it, move it. <laughs> <laughs> so I can understand how things were a little bit more financially stable. Yeah, well, fair enough. Hundred years ago, look, I can't. Currency was cow. <laughs> Currency was cow. <laughs> I can't find out how much the rest are worth, um, but I they're think, worth enough, obviously. Yeah. Well, let's put it this way: um, the the old dude, Larry Connor, on April twenty third, twenty twenty, he donated one point six million as bonuses to his associates. Oh, good on him. So, like, I think he's doing okay for himself. There was only two of them, and that was his own wife and his son. But I mean, well, that's okay. He owns a, a thing, and the Connor Group. Um, has grew from a hundred million in assets. Oh shit! In two thousand, you drop on the news. In two thousand and three, his group was worth a hundred million, uh, and is now worth three point three billion. Shit! Now that's not him personally; that's his group. But yeah. I reckon he's getting a fair slice of that. Actually. Just a, a little cut off to the side. Yeah, a little, little one for me, ten for you. Yeah. One for me, ten for you. He's still doing okay, I reckon. And I think they're still earning. I don't think they're going to go. Well, here's my seventy million, and now I've got no earning potential because they're only taking a week's annual leave <laughs> to go to space. <laughs> I mean, you probably camper trip. I reckon you're probably going to have to take two weeks because I reckon there's going to be a bit of prep. It's not like knock off. Early on a Friday. <laughs> Cruise down to SpaceX. Cruise down to SpaceX. And if you can plan it to happen like over the Easter long weekend, where you can only have to take three days, like if you can work the public holidays in, you may not have to take a full week. You've your got leave. this little window where it takes off and you're waiting on one of the guys and I'm like, Larry, Larry's not here yet. And I went, oh, here he comes. Here he just comes. quick, get up the ladder. Can I shut the door? Right, we're off. <laughs> it's just so- it just seems a bit cash. Uh, ground control to SpaceX. Has anyone seen yeah. Larry? Uh, just, can we just actually, can we turn it off a sec? Larry forgot his sleeping bag. He's going to ring his wife, see if she can drop it off. <laughs> Thanks, Bethel. Larry and Bethel. Larry forgot his sleeping bag. It's the only thing he had to remember. <laughs> the one thing. I knew I forgot something. Larry, don't you know, it's fucking cold in space. <laughs> Oh, Larry and Barry are going to be coming. And we're not putting up with a week of you bitching and moaning because <laughs> you had to get the the lost and found sleeping bag from NASA. Oh, <laughs> One of the dirty Russians has had up there for 15 years. He's been having some gentleman moments in his sleeping bag. He's got to sleep in the crusty sleeping bag. Crusty, crusty Russian bag. No one wants one of those. Crusty Russian bag. <laughs> Where you just find oh. half a bottle of vodka and a whole lot of regret. <laughs> it sounds like a Friday night penguin. <laughs> and a 1987 version of Playboy. <laughs> oh, oh, that'd probably be right, actually. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's no internet in space. <laughs> 
or is there? That's one question. would hope so that if you're getting internet via satellite, via Elon Musk's <laughs> satellite internet thing of 15G, oh. do you reckon you get closer to like 9 or 10G because you're closer to the satellites? Oh, I'd have to make a difference, wouldn't it? <laughs> wouldn't it just? <laughs> Maybe that's, got the, that's where you download him all your movies. SpaceX to ground control, can you please turn the internet? It's 15 <laughs> degrees left. Yes. <laughs> we want to watch reruns of... Family ties. <laughs> and Larry wants to know where Pornhub is. <laughs> that operates out of Uranus. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the butt joke. Oh, oh, I knew I'd get you with that one. Oh, God, we're just children. <laughs> it really is. <sighs> anyway, so they are, the, they are the group of people who will be... Basically, no, first good on him. First... That's pretty impressive. I wonder how, like, okay. So, what happened gonna... to Branson? I mean, he was going to put his virgin bloody super jet into space. Oh. Well, so that wasn't going to the to the um, station, though, was it? I think that was just going to go up. You were going to check everything out and go, oh, this looks amazing, and then go down again. A bit like flying over Antarctica. Yeah, but you I don't think... get to touch it, but you get to see it. Well, I think he was edging on space. So, cutting a trip from. London to Australia, which is normally 20 hours flying, was going to be done in eight mm. or something like that because, you know, you go into a very low orbit mm. on the tip of space, as you would say. Just the tip. Just the tip. Mm. But, okay, so if we go back to 1992, <laughs> 93, yep. how much we paid for mobile phones and then how much we paid per 30 seconds or part thereof. Like you almost had to mortgage your own house if not sell a kidney, to be able to operate a mobile phone. Mm, true. Fast forward. So you're paying something like 50 cents a minute or something, weren't you? A dollar a minute, A dollar a I minute, think. there you go. It was something redonkulous. None of this unlimited calls bullshit, kids. Mm, and there was no texting. No texting. No internet. Can you imagine what it's going to be? And then it took two days. And now, okay. So this is the <laughs> You need genesis. three people to carry it. <laughs> this is the Phil Collins genesis of space travel. Okay. Where you are paying a shit ton to get there. You have to travel for two days, and it's costing you seventy million. Do you think in thirty years' time it'll be seventy bucks? You get frequent flyer miles. You'll be there in two hours, and you get a king size bed. <laughs> Sounds good to me. That's where space travel is going. Or are they just going to build a big tower that goes into space, like an elevator sort of scenario? Yeah. You know that has actually been put forward many times. Yeah. There's been plans for it. I just don't think it's no. I I wouldn't engineeringly really go in possible. It. You no. wouldn't go in it. I don't like getting up a tree. <laughs> <laughs> so no, no, no. Seven bucks a space though. Don't Jeff. know. Think about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering. I how. do like space, but just not that much. Not that much. I'll mm. go and take a photo. Oh, thanks, mate. <laughs> no worries. Yeah. You're welcome. All right, how about then? Hopefully by then we'll just have transporters. We'll just zap us there. Oh, That'd that's going to make life so much easier. Do you want to have a bloody coffee at the Eiffel Tower? Cool. See you there in five. <laughs> Bang, done. Here's Ener- the thing I thought of. Energize. Speaking of transporting and all the rest of it, mm. way off topic. How unusual <laughs> for us. Way off topic. Way off topic. No spoilers. Mm. Watching WandaVision, they do talk about the blip in the Marvel Universe. Yep. So for those you, who haven't seen the blip or the Marvel movies, I mean, Jesus, where are you? If you don't know who Thanos is, turn off now. Yeah. So basically, 50% of the population of the Earth got, with a snap of a finger, yes. got taken away. With just the, disappeared into ash. With the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. Um, and then, spoilers, if you haven't seen the second Avengers movie, which is our Endgame. Yes. Um, <laughs> everyone's what are you doing? game. If you haven't, though, spoilers, close your ears. Um, <laughs> basically, they blip them back. Yes. And they come back in the same place where they were, um, and they don't realise they've been gone. Mm. So it's a bit but of they a, haven't aged. It's a bit of a mental conundrum, because, wow, you don't realise, like, it's gone, what, five years? Mm. Uh, but you don't realise, you think you haven't even left. And you haven't aged. And you haven't aged, you haven't changed. But everyone but, else has. But here's the thing. So, what happens if you materialise back in a place where someone already is now? They haven't really worked that one out. Because you'll appear back where you disappeared from. Mm. 
Uh, there was also the the process where people said, well, what about people in planes that disappeared? Does that mean they appear in the sky? In the sky. And they drop and fall. But apparently they combated that one, which I think is bullshit. I just don't oh, think thought of the it. the rest is believable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with because An of, infinity gauntlet yeah. snapping away half the population of the earth. <laughs> that you're okay with. Yeah. But the bullshit comes in <laughs> when they get brought back. I'm just, I'm just clarifying so, yeah, yeah, no, where your bullshit level is Keep on the story on fiction. So the Hulk flicks it, brings yes. people back. Perfect. The theory is that um, he basically when he had that moment, mm. he brought everyone back safely. Yeah, that makes sense. So that way, if they were in a plane, they'd end up they'd be on the ground. Mm. That kind of thing. But that'd piss you off, wouldn't it? Like you come back. And you smack it where someone else was, and you become like a two-person, like meldy thing. That wouldn't be good. Explain that one in the movies. Yeah, but they don't do it. I know they don't. That's the whole thing of fiction. They don't have to do oh, it. I know, bloody fiction. And the their, worst thing is though, the new well, rules. The first thing is, well, the reason being is because they decided. I think what the Hulk did is he looked at it and went, right, I need to bring all these people back safely. I'll send them to Ravenswood because no one's there. <laughs> <laughs> That's just where they went. Shout out to our listeners once Ravo. again in Ravo. Um, also, Dave an interesting thing, uh, when the blip happened initially and half the population of the earth just disappeared mm-hmm. into ashes. Yes. Into dust. Ashes to ashes. Can you imagine dust to dust. the lines at the supermarkets buying toilet paper after that happened? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? There would have been no toilet paper anywhere. Everyone like, we've got to buy all the toilet paper. Something's just happened in the world. Oh, they just would have disappeared. But then you only have half the amount of people buying toilet paper. True. So it wouldn't have been that big of an issue. Or maybe they just hoard more. Yeah. Well, there's all these packets of toilet paper in, in line from all the other people who were buying yeah. toilet paper. Good luck to you, that's all I'm saying. Good luck to you. Mm. <laughs> I just, I love the fact that everything up until the moment of they get brought back... <laughs> You were okay with, but it's the whole, fine. if they were in a plane, how do they come back safely? That Can I was... point out, while we're on movies, this isn't really a spoiler, um, but I watched the new Wrong Turn movie mm-hmm. last night over in Devonport at the cinema there. Okay. They one of the, had one of the biggest cliche things ever in a movie where you just look and think, oh, for fuck's sake, like... You used to get away with poor writing in scripts once. What's the synopsis of this film? I don't want to really get into it too much, and you won't need it for this. Okay. Because they only give it away for people that might see the movie. All right. Um, but we used to get away with lazy writing once, because people didn't care. Like, you know, <laughs> it was oh, called the It's 80s. just a movie. Yes. You know, it doesn't a, matter. It's just fiction. Exactly. Um, these days, though, we actually expect a little bit more than that normally. Mm-hmm. If it's people. If it's people doing things, such as it's horror cliche, why would you run up the stairs? Of course, because you're escaping. It's so fucking stupid. You go out the front door, you go away. Leg it. But they keep going up the stairs because it keeps Mm -hmm. the movie going. Or hide in a cupboard. There you go. Under the bed. (laughs) Under the bed. Hide under the bed. Under the bed's always best because no one ever looks under the bed. Ever. If you walk in a room and you can't find the person who's raced in there, you wouldn't look under the bed. Why would you? Who would go under there? No one. Stupid. Idiots. (laughs) It's just bunnies. (laughs) One of the biggest... Stupidest writing far pieces of bullshit that's come out of many movies in the past. No, no, hold back. It's when <laughs> something is, something is, say, coming down a hill. Yes. And in this movie, I'm going to use the example of a huge big log. Yes. Coming down a hill. Rolling down the hill? Yep. The characters look up and go, What's that noise? They look up and go, Instead of running sideways, yes. they all run down the hill. Yes. And as soon as that moment happened, I went, oh, for fuck's sake. Question, Your Honour. Yep. How many times have you been chased by a giant log and or boulder down a hill? Um, log, nil. Yes. Uh, boulder, once. And what did you do? Did you step sideways or did you no, run down No, I, I kept running. <laughs> only because it was an Indiana Jones dream and I was in a tunnel. Oh, and I couldn't enough. get away from it. Fair No, well played. Yeah. But, um... It's just, I just watched it. It's just lazy writing. Such lazy, lazy writing. Yeah, but that's like saying. But give it a reason. Give like they've worked in, they've walked into an opening in a in a, a, a field on a hill. Yes, and it's all bushland either side. It's thick shrubs and all the rest oh, of it. Oh, where they can't go. And sideways. suddenly a log's coming. It's like fuck. We've got to run down the hill because we can't you know, run sideways. Exactly. Give a reason for it. But it's just like and saying- there's all trees everywhere too. They could have just stood behind a tree. 
Well, like, God uh, damn it. Maybe, but it's just like saying, well, why didn't they in 1977 with Jaws just not go into the water? No one has not been eaten by a shark. <laughs> <laughs> like, no one's been eaten by a shark on land. It's Unless, true. of course, Sharknado. But, yeah. But, like, just don't go in the water. True. Only swim in lakes. Mm. Mind you, I think there are some technical lakes that do have sharks in it, yeah. but, but whatever. It's just, it's just the biggest mistake ever in TV and movies. And there was another TV series not long ago that had a similar thing where everyone went, look, this is ridiculous. You could have just run sideways and been fine. Yes. Um, there's one where the building's falling. I can't remember what the movie or TV series, the building's falling, and they don't run sideways. They just run forward, so the building keeps following them. Here's a thought. Oh, tell me. Do you think if yes. we could be bothered... <laughs> Oh, shit. Which we won't be, because neither you or I could possibly be asked. Can I make your own movie? (laughs) That what Hollywood are doing is actually really killing people. So for the very few people who have actually been killed by rolling log down a hill, (laughs) they've gone, fuck, what do I do? They've flashed back to every movie they've ever seen and gone, run downhill. And that's Hollywood basically doing a bit of a population decline, <laughs> getting rid of the stupid people who can't think for themselves. Oh, I don't know. Run sideways, people. Yeah. It's a, um, speaking of stupid or people. Or walk briskly so you don't yeah, have a trip. That's actually created a very good segue. <laughs> Does it? Yeah. So really? I know you've got South American news coming. It's still there. Yep. It's not going Don't anywhere. move away because I want that shit. <laughs> that shit. That helps me sleep at night. <laughs> well, it doesn't help me sleep at night. Have you seen my medal? I have seen your medal. <laughs> okay, just let That won't know. help me sleep at night. Nope. Um, had a life and death. I shall change it. Had a near-death experience. Yeah, because I figured if you had a death experience, yeah. <laughs> it's a different conversation, and I would have yeah. led with that, by so, the way. Near-death. Near-death <laughs> experience. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, on uh, Saturday morning? Mm. Yes, yeah, Saturday morning. When I came out, I thought, you know what? I'm going to have some um, eggs on toast for breakfast. Won't have a smoothie. Mm-hmm. Going to spoil myself. Eggs on toast. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Love eggs on toast. How could you not? Nice. Um, so, get the couple. And I've, the toaster have been a bit weird lately. It's a four-slice toaster. Mm-hmm. Real long one, so you have it two on each side. Yep. I noticed the one side I've been sticking down a little bit. Mm-hmm. But okay, well, before I actually do the toast, I'm just going to just give it a couple of springs and see if I can find out what's actually causing it. something catching... Are you, else? are you doing mechanics? Not really mechanics. I'm just looking at the mechanics of it. Sure. To see if I can see something obvious. Like it might have been something very simple. Like a piece of toast stuck in there. Yeah, like exactly like a bit of mark or whatever else. So, turn on. I'm looking at it. I'm just sitting down and it wouldn't actually stay down. Mm. Well, that's not good either. So, maybe it's about catching. I pushed it down. The whole thing has gone bang. Big fucking flash. I've bounced back about a metre. Yes. And then it's got smoke coming out of it. <laughs> I've quickly turned the PowerPoint off, unplugged it, put it out the back door. <laughs> Good idea. Scared the shit out of I me. I could only imagine. Um, wasn't expecting that at all. No, they don't definitely. Somehow, the whatever it was inside where the toast sits on it, yes. it's 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 shuffled over. It's got bent. It's shorted and out. It sits on me. It's shorted out, but it's just gone bang, big white flash. Um, wasn't fun. No. <laughs> Got to say. So, watch out for your toasters, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. What's leading to you, though? I was like, what a new toaster. Cylons are real. Sexy. Oh, <laughs> sexy toaster. Sexy toaster. Yep. And with that toaster came a nice little booklet uh, okay. that tells you about your instructions and your warranty. And you got the Brooklyn version. It's a... Uh, the, yes, I did. <laughs> it's a Russell Hobbs, you know, nice, nice yeah, brand. Yeah, fair effect. enough. But what I want to share with you... I love that you're sharing is, an instruction manual for a toaster. I want to share with you the safeguard warnings for a okay. toaster. Excellent. Cause I, um, do you need your glasses? No, but I, I do actually, I'm just using my um, talk to my phone because it, um, it's actually a bit hard to read. Oh, it's, it's a fine, fine print. It's fine, fine print. So there's, not, not, like, there's no five warnings on here, like five little safeguards. No, five it's things. Not even that ten. Shit, five things that kill me. There's <laughs> thirty-three safeguards for a toasting Joseph Mather. Fair enough. So, I'll... what's caused thirty-two of them to be written? <laughs> so, important safeguards of right. a toaster. This is for uh, those I'd who say have a toaster, you or are buying a toaster. Come to the right podcast here. <laughs> you... Like this is. I mean, come on. I could save someone's life by this. 
<laughs> if only you're a DJ, and then that's not a DJ save my life. And also, if you look at it getting a new toaster, um, I'm going to prep you for it. Toast, you're going to be prepared. Toaster prepping. You ready? So. It's like doomsday prepping only with toasters. <laughs> toaster prepping. It's a thing. It's a new show on Netflix. <laughs> Troy Bones hosts oh, toaster prepping. Toaster prepping. Yeah. So, when using electrical appliances, basic safety precautions should always be followed, including mm-hmm. number one. Um, to protect against electrical hazards, do not immerse the power cord, plug, or toaster in water or any other liquid. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, do not insert anything other than food to be toasted into the toasting slots. Don't put your dick in the toaster. Doing so may result <laughs> in personal injury from electric shock and or damage to the appliance. <laughs> Don't put your dick in the toaster. <laughs> Doesn't say that, but that's obviously what yeah, it means. That's exactly what they're talking uh, about. Number three. Do not use in We're the bathroom. We're talking ba- to you, Daryl. <laughs> do not use the bathroom. Do not use in the bathroom or near any water, source of water. Okay. Which essentially is like the first one. Don't have any water or any other liquid. But for some reason, they had to say it again. Do you? Th- well, do you think it's a bit of a a gizmo? Do you think it's <laughs> don't feed them after midnight? <laughs> It'll multiply. It'll multiply. I mean, what about those people that have um, like all their rooms in like one room, like a one bedroom apartment, when your your bathroom is your kitchen? Yeah, generally the bathroom is not part of a one-bedroom apartment. Cheap ones it is. Cheap ones it is. Yeah, when your your toilet's in your lounge. (laughs) And it's also your lounge suite. (laughs) It's an extra seat for visitors. Put the seat down. (laughs) Mum, sit on the throne. You deserve it. Um, Oh, truly. Um, Do not use outdoors. I don't know why I can't use my toaster outdoors. That disappoints me. It's an indoor toaster. Can you buy an outdoor toaster? You don't know. Uh, do not insert fingers into the toasting slots to lift or carry the toaster. Okay, good right to know. Now, misuse of the appliance may cause ball. injury. Okay. Are they really breaking it down to the basis? Um, this appliance is not intended for use by persons, including children with reduced physical, sensory, or mental capacities, or lack of experience and knowledge, unless that being given supervision or instruction concerning use of the appliance by a person responsible for their safety. So, in other no words, fuckwits. <laughs> or, or don't let your kids use a toaster. I always use the toaster. I'm fine, apparently. <laughs> uh, the appliance must be attended whilst plugged in. Bread may burn. <laughs> Damn Number nine Always turn off and unplug Break, from the wall socket Breaking news We're not in the use toast may burn <laughs> And before cleaning the appliance uh, To disconnect, turn off the wall power outlet And then grasp and pull the plug by the wall outlet Never pull by the cord oh, Number eleven Shit <laughs> Didn't operate this appliance with a damaged cord uh, Or after the appliance has been dropped Damaged or it's malfunctioned in any manner Got no customer service. Uh, number 12, there are no user serviceable parts. Right, so you can't fix it yourself. Number 13, do well, not no, use. There's no user serviceable parts. Doesn't mean you can't fix it. <laughs> no, just means that you that's shouldn't. That's a solid point. Yeah. Uh, here's the good ones. Number 13, do not use on an inclined plane or unstable surface. What happens if your house is on a hill? <laughs> number 14, do not move the toaster while it is switched on. 15, do not cover the toaster. 16. Do not use a toaster near or below any curtains or combustible materials. Don't you have a toaster cosy? <laughs> 17. Always take care when removing food after toasting as it is hot. Oh, no. You know what? And <laughs> it's getting ridiculous. No, but that's come from somewhere. It's like when McDonald's had to put caution hot on their hot coffee because oh, no, someone spilt it on their lap and got burnt. Well, it fucking just of course goes on and on. Number eight. Always take care when removing food from the toaster as accessible services may become hot during operation. Mm-hmm. Nine. Do not attempt to toast items that will do not properly fit in the toasting slots. <laughs> it's not Bob Marley. You can't be jamming it. <laughs> We're jamming. I hope you like toast. Do not attempt to cook buttered bread, crumpet or crumpets, etc. Well, okay, (laughs) hang on. No. Oh, oh, here we go. There you go. Dropping some knowledge. Well, no, because I had a child who lives in my house say, "You could butter the toast before you put. You could butter the bread and then put it in the toaster. It comes out buttered." And I've gone, "No, you don't do that because then the butter all goes down the bottom." So, two (laughs) points on their safety warning have been proven to be legitimate. I'm not saying they're not legitimate. I'm saying, do you need to list them all? (laughs) Well, maybe. 21, keep the toast and the power cord away from the edge of tables or countertops and out of the reach of children. Mm -hmm. And persons with reduced physical, sensory, and mental capacities. (laughs) 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 If your disabled cousin Ted comes over, no no toasting. 
Uh, ensure the toaster is switched off before removing toast. So I'm assuming that means actually pop the toast up. Because I don't know anyone that's turned their toaster off. At the power point? No one does that. Does it have it on and off switch? Toasters don't, no. Maybe that's... Not regularly. Oh. Yeah. Do not cook food wrapped in plastic. Polythene bags or aluminium foil. It could cause a fire hazard. Okay, fair enough. Do not place on or near any heat sources. I have one that I think I've I've done that I'm hoping is not a part of the warning, so I can okay, still right. do it. Um, follow the instructions when cleaning this appliance. Yes. Don't use water, that's for sure. Uh, do not use this appliance for other than its intended purpose. Toasting. Do not use a toaster without the crumb tray fitted and closed. Okay. Clean the crumb tray. Reg- the crumb tray. <laughs> Clean the crumb tray regularly. If not clean, it may create a fire hazard. Yes. Do not leave the toaster unattended when in use. Uh, the appliance is not a toy. I think we'll fucking figure that out already. Because I tell you what, you need to be a friggin' space cadet just to operate a toaster. <laughs> It's going to cost you $70 million. Children should be supervised to ensure they do not play with the appliance, cleaning and user maintenance, blah, blah, blah. Uh, this appliance is not intended to be operated by means of an external on an external timer or a separate remote control system. <laughs> it starts getting technical. Well, no, that's not, that's not completely shit, right? <laughs> okay, tell because me. Because my sister has this oh, thing. Oh, right. Uh, I love it there's an accompanying story. So my sister has this thing that plugs into a normal... GPO, normal power outlet, right? And then you plug your device into that. But this thing that plugs into the power outlet, she can control it via her mobile phone. Mm -hmm. So effectively, you can have that device off, PowerPoint on, toast plugged in, pushed down, and then in the morning when you wake up, you go, I wouldn't mind some toast, turn the power on, and all of a sudden the toast goes. Because she does that with her electric blanket, you see. So she yep. has the electric blanket plugged in. She'll be about half an hour. It's like the whole Google Home scenario. It's exactly mm. what it is. Yep. So, yeah. I agree. Just don't think we need to be told. Mm. Um, I'm safety. Electrical appliances should be connected to a power outlet that's protected by current power. Well, that's not important. Uh, this appliance is... Number 33. This appliance is intended to be used in household and similar appliance, uh, applications such as... Staff kitchen areas in shops, offices, and other working environments by clients in hotels, motels, and blah, 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 and bed and breakfast environments. Not in a commercial setting. Not in a full commercial setting. Um, what I'm really getting to with this is, mm. that was for a toaster. Yeah. I don't even want to know what happens if you buy a hairdryer. <laughs> <laughs> and fuck me if you purchase an oven. No. Jesus. Well, see, but the thing is, with an oven, I see that, but I reckon with an oven- you are less likely to have people do fuckery with it than what you are with a toaster. Because I reckon people do a lot of, like, so my thing that I used to do that I'm not allowed to do anymore because it kills toasters. Yep. (laughs) You put bread, cheese, bread, and make a cheese sandwich. Then you jam that into the toaster, (laughs) push it down, and then turn it on its side. This is the reason why these instructions are invented. There you go. I am living just proof that um, <laughs> these sort of... The worst thing is I bought this toaster, and it's a sexy toaster. I mm. love it. It does a great job. But every time I use it, I'm nervous. Because <laughs> <laughs> shit, have I read all the rules. The nervous toaster. <laughs> toaster prepping with Troy Barnes. Fuck. I love that. Tell you what. How do, are the results good? Does it come up with a, pit, a pattern or a print? A pattern or a print, as in like for, on, on a bread. No, no, but it does a nice even toasting. It's pretty good. I would like, and probably you can, the ability to be able to have like smiley faces yeah, and stuff. Yeah, why not? You know, I suppose it's probably a bit advanced for just a simple It would be good. Toaster. So, I mean, you and the wife had a bit of an argument. Yeah, you and make you, a smiley and, and, you, and you make a breakfast in the morning. Yeah, yes. So you do the right thing. Yep. And then she goes back and you've got the, the toast in there. And on the toast, she just says, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> And you've already gone to work, so you can deal with that shit later. <laughs> See, the thing is, there's part of me that says I could make something out of wire, which is the smiley face. Have you read the instructions? Well, and yeah. the instructions are saying you probably shouldn't put that in there. No. If you lay it on its side, it's okay. <laughs> anyway, mate, we're getting towards the end. South American news. South- so I want to share the toaster prep instruction booklet with you. Um, I think we should just take the warning labels off everything, not have any of these. 
And um, and trust me, we'll be left with a far smarter population base at the end of it. Okay. I know we don't have much time. We did go over last time. But I have three South American stories, and I can carry them over till next week. Okay. We have a woman suing a Brazilian bar, bride and groom, uh, bride widowed on okay. her wedding day, yep. or UK couple fined for breaking corona. Okay, so we've got pandemic. Yes. We've got death. Wedding. Or we've got female shaving. Suing. Um, no, the first one, that was female shaving, wasn't it? No, suing. Suing. Su- female what? suing a bar. Wasn't it a Brazilian, though? <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? We're going to have to want? do that one. And what do you want, Brazilian? <laughs> when do you want it now? Okay. Yeah, get it. When my baby goes to Rio, she's going to get a little bit pissed off. An unhappy bar patron in Rio de Janeiro, which is in Brasil, uh, is going to the jugular after receiving an unwanted piece of attention from the venue staff. Ooh. After a meal with her husband and friends, Brazilian woman Patricia Melio was disgusted to see the words. Now, I don't speak Portuguese. Moca do Pieto, uh, P-E-I-T-A-O with the thing over the O. Which basically translated, this was on her bill. Mm -hmm. So this is the way that the staff have identified this woman on her bill. Okay. Now, this woman speaks Portuguese a lot more than what I do. Mm -hmm. So she was able to translate what was written to being the girl with the big tits. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Was on her table's bill. Apparently, she got upset with that. Now, I've seen a photo of her. A- app description, is it? <laughs> yeah, she's got big tits. <laughs> like, it, it, she's not unattractive. Oh. I mean, they're not donkadonks. Um, you know, they'd bring the boys to the yard, but under COVID, there would only be a certain amount of boys coming to the yard and not milkshakes for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a milkshake, it was custard. Because she uh, said for disgusted. For disgusted, yes, she was. <laughs> anyway, so apparently she's outraged. Oh, outraged. 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 I love a good outrage. Um, it's harassment for me as a customer. Don't joke. Don't even think it's funny. It could be you. I'm a woman and I deserve respect. True. Fair enough. Fair call. I have seen the outfit that you're wearing, and that's not saying that you're asking for it, but it did show off your assets. So... Woman with the big tits. Fair enough. Anyway, so there you go. (laughs) (laughs) I have one more, and then we'll save the death at a wedding for another Right, sounds good, and that'll finish us off nicely for this amazing week. COVID rule breaker couple fined $6,900 for breaching uh, COVID restrictions in the Caribbean island of... Uh, Vacay. What do you think this couple did that they were in a Barbados hotel and they were in lockdown due to COVID? Yep. And they broke those restrictions. What could have possessed them to break COVID lockdown that would have made they got the fine? What did they have sex on the balcony? Close. But that's still in their room. That still True. would have kept a COVID. Okay. So they um, actually broke COVID. Andrew and Julia, not oh. Julia Gulia. Andrew and Julia, what have you done? Is it sexually in, in a little bit? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Uh, <laughs> Thought it might have been. <laughs> she's forty-two and he's forty-six-year-old. Okay. Yeah. From Great Britain. They appeared in the magistrates' court. When did it become Great Britain? Was it ever just Britain? Yeah, probably. Yeah. They made it. They Much made Britain better. great again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dearie, man. Yeah, anyway, so Andrew and Julia, what are they doing? Each other? <laughs> they uh, they broke out of quarantine so they could have a threesome. Oh, really? <laughs> True story. They found someone else who was like, yeah, I'm in for that. So they scaled out of their hotel room, climbed the fence, and the security guard went, oi, what are you doing? Got busted, and the uh, defense, Your Honor, was, we were going to have a threesome. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Uh, Would it have been easier, you would think, if they're so keen to invite the third person into their room and keep them there? Well, they got spared jail 
But the chief magistrate went, no, no, that's going to be $3,800 each. But they were freed on $12,500 bail. Uh, warned they could be jailed for nine months if they didn't pay within seven days. They obviously arranged it with the hotel menager, though. <laughs> <laughs> Surely. Oh, you don't get that via room service. <laughs> oh, roadies, on that. I mean, you have learned about space, South Americans. Deadpool. And Deadpool, and more importantly... Toaster prepping. <laughs> so when you're out there looking for the next home, small home appliance purchase, just be aware of the toasters because they are fucking dangerous. You've got to read every one of them. Every single one of them. Because you don't want to fuck it up. No. I'd you don't want to be that guy. I tell you what, I'd be interested now you've got yourself your new little smoothie maker. How many instructions, warnings did that oh, come shit, with? Oh, shit, I've still got it somewhere. <laughs> the sharp rotating blades. Yeah, that's not good. No. Anyway, roadies, <laughs> have yourself a great week. I am Joe. I am Troy. And we are the South Road Boys. We certainly are.